Welcome to Prep Yourself. This is Danny Nelson. And Alexis Holzer. And today we're going to talk about stuff to make you safer. You're going to have a safe summer <laughs> with the Prep Yourself podcast girls. Exactly. But Prep yourself. Prep yourself. Dickdale would be proud of our mouth surf guitar. It's one of my best skills. So summer finally came to Seattle. It did. It was. It has been amazing being yeah. in the sunlight, feeling like a person mm-hmm. instead of like a mole. Yeah. I feel like I finally have a tan for the first time in about five years. I feel like I'm just lightly glistening. Hey, that counts. <laughs> Somehow Leaf's legs are still bright white, though. No kidding. Yeah. It's incredible. Well, some other people have been busy this summer, too. Uh-oh, who's been busy? Let's give some shout-outs. Let's do it! <laughs> One that's way overdue is someone who um, got super cool and got a life straw. Jessica, mm-hmm. I'm so glad to see that you're taking care of making sure you have some fresh water. Yep. That's I like awesome. it. I was like, is that our first product endorsement? <laughs> I feel like we should be getting a lot of money from them anytime now. Yeah. At They're, least a bottle of wine and appreciation, like a little thank you gift. Just a little thank you gift. Whatever. And maybe like 10 live straws so we can share with our friends. Uh, Amazon should also be thanking us. Uh, my friend Rochelle enlightened me on a way that she's trying to prep, which is just have things on your wish list. And when you're going to make an Amazon order, just add one on every once in a while. What? That's so yeah. smart. That, that, that was my impression of what she said she was doing and I was like well that's like me going to the grocery store and uh, getting some water (laughs) maybe I should make a wish list that's public and then people can just buy me the stuff that's on that wish list yeah I wish I had thought of that on prime day yesterday um right uh, can you make a public wish list is that such a thing yeah it's called a registry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've done it a couple times. You who refuses to get married or have a baby has no idea what a registry is. Well, here's an announcement, people. <gasps> Alexis <gasps> and I are going to create a registry. Oh, I for think you said you're going to get married or have a baby. <laughs> you crazy. You crazy. That would be a disaster. What's the difference of getting married or having a baby or just having a podcast registry with your friend? That you podcast with. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Like, I need stuff, and I want people to buy it for me. Well, I think you can um, just buy it for yourself. Oh. Okay. That's true. I'll buy you That's something true. one day. <laughs> no, but, I, but she, she doesn't have a registry, but she um, she does the subscriptions. Oh, nice. So then you can just, like, re-up every six months or whatever if it expires. Yeah. So it's just a reminder that's to keep really that fresh. Cool too, because then you can like do your shopping when you have spare time, but you don't necessarily just want to be spending hundreds of dollars. Like <laughs> you're like, I must spend money, but let's make it useful. <laughs> <laughs> or like you're like, I am I have plenty of time today to think about this. I don't necessarily have time to think about it like 
in the summer when mm-hmm. we're super busy or, you know, whenever, but you buy one thing a week. Yeah. And by a week, I mean, like, a month or yeah. whenever. Mm-hmm. Just purchase survival items, people, as we've talked about. Yeah. One thing at a time. Save those dimes. And also, we've had several friends uh, get very excited about the whole knowing that they could go to Costco or Fred Meyer. Yeah. They haven't done it. They're just <sighs> excited that they know that they could do it. If it's your birthday coming up, just ask your grandma or that random aunt who's like, what do you need, honey? You're like, I need a survivalist backpack. And then you they'll... might not get it, but at least you asked. <laughs> <laughs> what about when you ask for, like, a survivalist backpack if they just send you, like, a backpack full of Twinkies? Would you be mad? Um, and also, is it a knapsack? <laughs> anyway, Again. do you have any other shout-outs? Again. Um, I don't think that we have any more shout-outs, per se, this week, other than Mike just fed me. Uh, So that I could do this podcast. And so once again, Prince of the Podcast. (laughs) Once again. Prince of the Podcast. That's amazing. I'm married to royalty. We all know. Everyone here knows. Um, But you did the homework and I didn't. I didn't do any homework anyway. I did some homework. Um, At work, I added to my go bag my communications like list, my list of phone numbers. Oh, nice. A photocopy of my driver's license and uh, my health insurance card. That is amazing. So now anyone who um, works with me can steal my identity. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Let's delete that. Let's delete that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just added some things to one of my go bags. That's really cool. Yeah. I like it. list of phone numbers and... Some other identification stuff? That's pretty good. Should I even say that? Yeah. Okay. I think you should say both things. I mean, here's the thing. (laughs) If it gets stolen from your work, it means that someone is listening to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So at first... I'm mad, but I'm famous. (laughs) (laughs) I also do have one other shout out to Matt um, from Kickball who came and told me that he listens and I was really excited. (laughs) I blushed and I jumped up and down and then I went and told Lex immediately (laughs) that someone who is not related to us in any way and not obligated to listen to our podcast told me that they listen. And backed it up with some like actual like, oh, I liked it when you guys did. What? They used examples? Yep. Mm -hmm. Shut up. I can't even use examples. <laughs> You're like, I talked one time on a microphone? Speaking of examples, I did promise last time to upload, or like, post a lot of the things that we've talked about. I did episode, I think, one and two. Like oh, nice. I said, it's slow but sure. But I went back and listened to the nuclear fallout one. Oh, that's a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, you should. Um, it's super real. And that one, I do have the link to the um, the wiki, wiki how. <laughs> if you don't know like, how to Google oh surviving a nuclear yeah. attack, then we'll help you. Ugh. But we'll, come on, we'll just send you a let me Google that for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did send you. I didn't put it on the internet because why would I do that? What's I sent Lex a photo of me. On the mule, like riding the the rock stretcher on the mule. You should put that on there. It's a good photo. 
It looks it, like it's from like 1975. It does. <laughs> only it is. It's from like 2005. Uh-huh. And then I went to Arizona soon after that, and there was this picture in the yeah. airport of these switchbacks and um, mules or donkeys, I guess. Yep. They, they're probably burros and. Um, it totally depends on rules. probably what year in Arizona. it was. Yep. Anyway, I thought of you. Oh, I love when you see asses that you think of me. Always. <laughs> Every time. Um, but I am still planning on someday uh, for my homework, updating my med kit, which is what I was supposed to do this week. Your first aid kit? Yep. I believe in you. So I know that you believe in me. That's why I like to sit across from you mm-hmm. and talk about our belief in each other. Um, So we're going to talk about this week, uh, we were kind of focused on stuff to do with summer, and so we went wild this week and watched (laughs) separate things. We didn't agree on one specific thing. I went went back and I was like, oh, we didn't agree on it. I'm just going to do what I want. (laughs) Well, we did initially when we were talking about, I I was like, hey, why don't we listen to this other prepper podcast that yeah. talks about summer specifically, there so then no we could talk other about it. Podcasts. We are the only one. <laughs> no one's ever thought that they wanted to survive. This is <laughs> the first time. Um, but I think that Lex maybe I sent her like a link to it, and then like within like three minutes, she was like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. Um, the one that we found was. They're all kind of dry. Let's call them dry. They're serious. They have they have a lot of information. They're not talking about Dwayne Johnson ever. Oh, no. Like, not that I've heard. No. If there I was, would be super surprised. Yep. They might talk about Rambo or Chuck Norris. We don't know. We haven't listened. I listened to 20 minutes in the shower, <laughs> also in Arizona. I was like, what? You're like, I can't handle this. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm busy sitting by the pool. It was really nice. Where there's palm trees and stuff to shade me. Mm-hmm. So the first movie that I watched is a little movie called Into the Wild. Some of you might have read this book in high school. Your I feel formative like, teenage years. Yeah, I feel, I feel like in American literature maybe it was something that I was assigned to. And then there was a movie a couple of years ago. With? with Emile Hirsch. Totally <laughs> nailed it. Emile Hirsch. You're like, she knew immediately. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think I ever knew that guy's name. And also, um, you don't need to watch this movie or read that book because it's just a book about someone being really dumb. <laughs> so It's a book about uh, human connection. <laughs> that, that is He's true. He's looking for something, yet all of these people and relationships he passes along the way aren't good enough for him. satisfied. Yep. He needs to go into the wild. And, and spoiler alert, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Yikes. Here's the thing that I learned from that movie. Nothing. <laughs> I learned I learned that you should not put yourself in survival situations on purpose if you have absolutely no understanding of how to survive in a survival situation. <laughs> like if, it, if you have to be in a survival situation and just figure it out, Absolutely. But don't purposely put yourself in the middle of the Alaskan Yukon. Yeah. Just to be like, I want to see how this goes. Yeah. It might be good. It might be bad. I hate that guy. Okay. Not the actor. Next. (laughs) What did you watch? Um, Well, I also had a similar experience of watching a movie that I thought was going to be really helpful, and it wasn't at all. That movie is Red Dawn. (laughs) 
Okay, new one or old one? I can't believe you knew I wanted to watch Red Dawn. Why didn't you tell me you were watching Red Dawn? I didn't remember that. Okay. Literally what I I did. I wanted to watch Patrick Swayze. I didn't know Patrick Swayze was in it. I knew nothing about this movie. What I did was Google summer survival movies, and it had, like, top 25 or something. And what I noticed about all these movies was it was one guy surviving, like, into the wild. One guy going out into the wild. Right. Um, The other movie I watched, Castaway, one guy stranded on. So they're not just movies about surviving. They're about, like... The human spirit, specifically the white male human spirit and perseverance. And, I mean, how are oh you going to have a movie without a white male lead? Right. That's so, what movies are for. So why I chose Red Dawn was that the cover that was on this list was of... A group. Jennifer Grey. Yeah, And I was like, that's the movie I'm watching. So I'm watching it. I'm like, wait a minute. So we had the neighbors over, Nico and Allie. Or Nico came up first. He's like, Red Dawn is the coolest movie. I was like, all right, awesome. It doesn't hold up. I was watching it. I was like, no, it doesn't hold up. Mike also, of course, said the same thing. He's like, this is so good. But I was like, wait a minute. Cuba and Russia are teaming up to invade some town that I don't even rem- I don't even know what Yeah, somewhere. Was. I think it was supposed to just be somewhere generic. I think it's in Colorado. Maybe. Yeah, that could be. Um, but it's supposed to be like a generic, any it could be anywhere kind yeah. of place. And um, but Jennifer Gray's character has it bad in that movie. She has it the worst, and she's such as the tiniest character part. What happened? Because didn't she get taken advantage of in a violent manner? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that part. See, my I life? think it was just a conversation, oh. like inside of the movie. Like oh. they don't actually show it; they just talk about it. Yeah. No, I definitely watched it while I while they were over and we were it's, making dinner and stuff. So I kind of watched it, but no, I didn't see that yeah. very sensitive part. I did see it. Didn't I did see it not that long ago, but it didn't hold up uh-huh. because I wa- also There's watched a new the one. new one. I didn't watch the new one. Right. Also doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was definitely warned that that one was not as good. So um, I guess, yes, they're out in the wilderness, like, surviving, but it wasn't full-on survival. Right. And I wanted to watch the old one because I'm more into the movies where they don't have today's technology available. For sure. So they can't rely yeah. on that or have those twists and turns in the movie. They're like, well... For sure. Like, just figure out how to live. And I I can't remember, weren't they already packed for, like, a camping trip or something? Somehow they were, like, already had all of that stuff kind of together. No, they went to a camping store. Oh, they went to a camping store. You're right. They sold the guns and stuff, and that's how they figure out, the Russians figure out that they're... That they're there. They're missing. Very emotional movie. I mean, relevant. Maybe not Cubans. Maybe North Koreans. Maybe just the Russians and our own government. Right. Not sure. So, so that was the first movie I watched. Yeah. So we neither of and us I didn't learned finish it, anything. By the way. <laughs> uh, Into the Wild, I also didn't finish. Okay. I just fell asleep. I was Maybe and I not. was like, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Um, moving asleep. on, I think that we both took the the natural progression next step of, <laughs> you know what summer's good for? Traveling to tropical areas. <laughs> And so if you're traveling to tropical areas, the chances of you um, getting on a deserted island... Because you're in a plane. Because you're in a plane are more likely. I wouldn't say that they're highly likely, but, I mean, I'm not going to be on a deserted island if I don't leave Seattle. So I usually leave sometime in the summer. And so we (laughs) both went for island movies. I picked Six Days, Seven Nights. (laughs) 
Is Anne Hesh in that? Anne Hesh and Harrison Ford. Anne. And, um, uh, what's his name? From Friends. Oh. Why can't I think Schwimmer. of his name? Ross. Yeah, Ross. David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Yep. <laughs> A star-studded movie. Once again. Once again, just so many stars. <laughs> what did you learn? Um, here's what I learned from that movie. Um, number one. Don't go out in a prop plane when there's terrible weather happening. Oh, okay. If there's, if you can look up and be like, wow, that's a really bad storm, you should not take off in a tiny three-person airplane. Or like... Or any plane. You know, on maybe. a boat for a three-hour tour. Don't go on a boat for a three-hour tour. Like, don't do any of those things. Like, just know that um, it's just not a good time. Just for- skip it. For all you kids out there, that was a reference to Gilligan's Island, <laughs> another highly educational survivalist television show. Um, we definitely should. That was a missed opportunity. I think that <laughs> if we do a whole episode on surviving on an island, Gilligan's Island will be a great and addition you to, to that. need to be a little ginger, right? <laughs> do you Red think hair? you'd be ginger? I think you'd be like a Marianne type. Yeah. As far or as like Gilligan. characters. How would be like, um, what is the old lady's name? I don't know. The rich, the two rich people? Aren't they just, isn't it the billionaire and his wife? Yeah, but what is the wife's name? I don't know. She has a name. They don't just call them the billionaire and the wife the whole time, right? <laughs> I don't know. It was right. back then. Listeners, let us know <laughs> what is what is the billionaire's wife's name, because that's who I would be. <laughs> Useless, essentially. No. <laughs> I would be the professor, like, constantly trying to make stuff up that doesn't actually work. <laughs> It'll just be... Me being like foiled again. See, I thought you'd be Gilligan with all the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. The physical humor unparalleled. Um, also, I learned from Six Days, Seven Nights that if uh, there are pirates, you should not be waving them down. No. You know, like if you're like, oh, I hope I'm going to get rescued, like maybe make sure it's not pirates mm-hmm. before you're like, hey, come over here, look at me. Because. Yeah. Then you're going to be in this, you know, you're going to be chased around the island. They're yeah. going to try and shoot you with the Uzi, like oh. all those stuff. You, Bad. Pirates are not good people. Okay, so bring binoculars. Bring binoculars. <laughs> and then uh, the other thing I learned is Harrison Ford every time. <clears throat> Just every time. Now it seems like he might be kind of losing his mind a little bit these Maybe. days. Maybe. Just, just a little bit. It's going to be a sad day. When you, like, see him in interviews, he's kind of, like, seems a little distant mentally. Um, but as far as when this movie comes out, probably it was in 1995 because, according to Lex, everything came out in 1995. I mean, all good things. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, just Harrison Ford is hot. Yeah. Even when he's, like... I'm too old for you. And she's like talking about his age. And then he like whispers it to her. And he, and she's like, you still got it. And he's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then they bone immediately. Yep. Only, yeah, she's not into dates. Oh. I kept being like, I hate to break it to you, Harrison. She's not into dates. Oh. No. In the movie, her character's into dates. But oh. Anne Hesh is not into dates. Okay. So. I thought in the movie she was. I was like, oh, plot twist. You're like, interesting plot nice twist. 1995. <laughs> <laughs> it's so progressive. <laughs> I was totally going to believe you. Uh, so those are all the things that I learned. Awesome. There were there's some some choice comic comedian moments. and Of course. I enjoyed those. 
survival-wise, like, they weren't doing a good job, really. No. At one point, he, like, kills a peacock, and then he's, like, put his, puts it on a spit, and then he's just, like, pouring all of this, like, maraschino cherry juice on it so he can, like, flavor it. And I'm like, those are calories you might need for later. Yeah, no I don't know why you're wasting that cherry juice. Whatever. I was really annoyed by it. Harrison. Just pour the cherry juice on me. <laughs> you could be licking that off my body so that you have <laughs> calories. Just thinking about him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you watch? Uh, like I said, I watched Castaway. Oh, yeah. I had to redeem from Red Dawn, where I learned zero. Um, and Tom Hanks, Castaway, he gets another plane wreck. Um, top things I learned from that, find a friend. Oh, because of his ball. Yeah, Wilson. Wilson! No! Wilson kept his PMA up. Yeah, PMA. Find a friend. And it just got me thinking of, you know, that's what survival's about. He thinks about his wife, and then he has Wilson, and it's really the companionship and the will to survive for somebody else, which makes it so hard to think about surviving now, because what's there to live for these days? (laughs) Um, You have a family. Yeah. But I think about a lot of people in the world are just how kind of, like, dissonant relationships are and this feeling of community. Sometimes I feel it's really strong and sometimes I feel it's, like, really affected by the political climate and, you know, environment stuff and... I feel like that's interesting coming from you because I feel like you have such a, like, um, you have such a great community of friends. Uh, I I was over here for your 4th of July barbecue, Uh and, like, everyone was amazing. They were so cool and fun and interesting. Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with that. I kind of, I think outside of my group and just think about people surviving, like, all of the people listening to this podcast right now. All of you. Think about your community and what you have because those are the that's what's gonna get you through anything is other people and you know, having something someone to communicate with and someone to um, live for basically. Aww. All right. That's true. I'm adding you're on mine. Yours you're right here. All right. I'm like near the top. Find a friend. Dylan's number one. Even if it's a volleyball. <laughs> uh, other one was you're just gonna have to eat gross stuff. Like, if you're surviving, uh, you're going to need to, you know, especially on Desert Island, you're going to have to eat the raw fish. And it was really cool to see him make tools and just go from this sort of Neanderthal through very sophisticated hunter and gatherer and a little bit crazy with his volleyball. But still, (laughs) skills-wise, top-notch. He had to have a run. Yeah. So, and the more skills he got... The less gross stuff he had to eat, because he could, which brings me to my next one, make fire. Learn how to make fire. That is a skill that I need to develop. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was actually going through that, uh, like, two days ago. I was just thinking through the process of bow drilling. Oh. So I was, like, thinking about, like, with the... No, you make a bow when you do uh-huh. a bow drill. Yeah, because he was trying to do it with his hands, and yeah. it just, like, did not work. For but sure. But then he came up with another one that was, like, a, a stick that he kind of rubbed on the ground against another stick, and that made a spark. He nice. enough for a spark. Nice. So, find a friend, eat gross stuff, 
learn to make fire. <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> Those are all legit things. Yeah. I'm like, don't go flying in bad weather. Yeah. Here's a little insider information. Danny and I bawled at the end of Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> so I came in to Lex watching Castaway just in time to get attached to the character. Yep. And then I, okay, I'm sorry, people. I never watched Castaway before. And I had no idea that his wife had remarried. Yeah. And that was the worst. Yeah. That whole interaction between them where you can tell that she's still, like, desperately in love with him. But yeah. she, like, has a kid with another dude and, like, yeah. a whole life that he's not involved in. Mm-hmm. But then kind of weird at the end where they're like, but here's a hot chick. <laughs> it was the angel. Yeah, I Coming know. to save him. I know. When he was lost. He was at that crossroads. But did he go? Did he not? We don't know. He had a whole world to explore. Yep. But great I, movie. I don't know if he got a nomination award? for that. Yeah. I'm going to find out right now. But I was 100% convinced. Literally, this is not a joke. I was like, this movie was from 1995. And Danny's <laughs> like, no, you always think it's from 1995. And in my head, I'm like, nope, it's from 1995 because he buries the guy and he writes on the gravestone like 1970 to 1995. And I was like, oh my God, this movie's from 1995. It wasn't, And then people. I forgot that he ages like five years. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie came out in 2000. You win. I'm dumb. Uh, he got, It says he got nominated for Best Actor, but yeah. it doesn't say that he oh, won he it. Won. Yeah. Good movie. So, yep. I liked that. But I didn't get to see any of the survival stuff earlier on in the movie because I didn't come over early enough well, or know that that was happening. Sick days, seven nights. So you're good. <laughs> I mean, Anne Hesh, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Same, same. Same, same. They have the same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Until the end when he has like long, blonde hair. Oh, that's true, which is different. So in honor of these movies that we chose to watch, we have decided that we're going to do a little quiz on air right now. And we are going to figure out um, if we can survive on a desert island. I'm Day just, one, I'm your gonna, plane crashed on an island. What's your first move? Build a shelter, gather up water and food, look, sur- look for survivors that can help me gather supplies, or scout the island. I say build a shelter. I'm going to say gather up food, water and food. Mm, maybe I should do look for survivors. Okay, let's go. Okay. Day one, midday, you find a survivor. What do you get oh. them to do? One, hope you look for food and water and hope you s- stumble across more along the way. Two, leave them to go back to the beach. Three, send them away to look for more deci- survivors. Four, leave them to walk back to the beach and build a shelter. One, help you look for food and water and hope you stumble across more along the way. I'm going to agree with that. All right. Day one, night. You return back to the beach and find that you forgot to build a shelter. What do you do? Keep a steady mind and just look for anything you can sleep under. Shout at the survivor for not building one. Sleep on the beach. Shout at the survivor. Then build a makeshift shelter. (laughs) I'm going to go keep steady mind and just look for anything I can sleep under. Sounds good. I think shouting is fun. I think (laughs) (laughs) that would be amazing if I had the talent to write a quiz and then like have you like go to it. Like I would (laughs) believe me, I would do it. 
Day two, midday. You find another survivor, a pregnant woman, quite far away what? from the beach. She has almost no energy is in need of water. What do you do? One, Danny. give her your water and take her back to the beach one step at a time. Two, take her back but keep the water for yourself. Yeah. Three, leave her to die. Leave her to die? Four, sit with her and comfort her but make no attempt at moving her. Yeah, I'd probably go with the last one, having been in that position. <laughs> Danny's like... I'm not even gonna say it's so. I'm gonna go with give her, give her your water, and take her back to the beach one step at a time. I've told you this before. I will do anything for a pregnant lady. It's children that I am like, ew, don't touch me. So okay, and even children, I would in this case, you know, I'd have them walk themselves back to camp just in case I have to eat them later. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. It's been at least two episodes since I talked about eating a kid. Yeah. She talks about it a lot, not on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just on the daily. Just daily. All right, day three, early morning. You reach the beach where the shelter is built, but find the food supplies have been eaten. What do you do? Sit down and ignore the fact. You'll start it out tomorrow. Question the other survivor on where the food is. Shout at the other survivor. Beat up the other survivor for information. (laughs) I mean, I would want to beat them up and shout at them. Like, combined two answers there, but I'm going to question the other survivor on where the food is. I'm going to do that Extremely sarcastically and suspiciously. Like, I'd like really passive aggressively. You're like, like displaying some great side eye right now. I'm like, I think I left some coconuts over here. Do you know where they might be, Danny? <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden I stand up and I have a great coconut bra on <laughs> and I'm like, no, I've never seen your coconuts. And I'd be like, wow, that's a great bra. <laughs> <laughs> Seems really sturdy. <laughs> Um, day four, midday, you find the wreck of the plane somewhere in the jungle. It is seemed to be attacked and there is blood all up the side and the pilot is hanging from the cockpit window, still alive, but barely and screaming. You one, leave him to die Two, rush inside the cockpit. Three, get the other survivors to go in for Uh, you Four, throw him some water. Interesting. I'm conflicted on this one. I'm conflicted. He's hanging from the cockpit window and screaming, but barely alive. And it also seems like it's been attacked. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to run inside a plane if it seems like it's been attacked. I think I'm going to recall on my first responder training here and say check the area for right. you know any unsafe situation because the worst thing you can do is run in to help somebody and then get hurt yourself. Exactly. But there's no. That's not one of the answers. So I think the closest one is get the other survivors to go in with you for you. So you're get, you're gonna take that one. Yeah, I'm gonna do leave him to die. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna do rush inside the cockpit, which I really wouldn't do. Dumb, but. dumb. <laughs> uh, oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Day four, night. On your way back to find an oh, old wait, communications tower, what do you do? Walk inside and call for help on a working radio. Two, proceed inside, but with great caution. Three, walk past. Something dangerous may be in there. This seems like the answer is for the last one. Wait, I'm sorry. You survive on a desert island, but there's a communications tower there? Apparently. I'm calling bull on this one. I don't know. On six days, seven nights, they thought that they were on a different island that did have a communication tower on it. Okay. And then one of the sad parts is when I found out that they were on the wrong island. Um, I'm going to go... Throw a stick on it, maybe, and make sure it's not, like, all electrified. <laughs> but <laughs> throw a stick is not one of the answers. We're on Jurassic Park. 
It did work on Jurassic Park, but that little kid got electrocuted That's because anyway. they turned it on. They did. Okay, I'm going to proceed inside with great caution. Yep. Day five, you arrive back at the beach to find the two survivors you found are laying dead on the sand. This got real, real quick. What do you do? Run into the jungle to see what's responsible. Bury their bodies and build a secure fence around your camp to stop animals. When did we build a fence? Leave their bodies and build a secure (laughs) fence. Bury them and then look for more food and water. I'm going to run into the jungle to see what's responsible. Sounds like a bad idea. Bury their bodies and build a secure fence also seems... Like, why does burying their bodies have to be one of the answers? So maybe if there are wild animals, they don't keep coming back for them? Oh, that's a really good... Thank you. Okay. Yes, that was really good. Let's do that. Um, Bury them and look for more food and water or bury them and build a secure fence? Uh, I think I did the last one. Okay. Bonus question. Where do you salvage water from during your stay? Streams and rivers, if nearby, but purify first. Of course. Streams and rivers, the sea. A. Yeah. Duh. Day five. You find one of the passengers of your flight camping in a tent high near a cave. It is getting dark, so what do you do? Ask the person for the tent, and if they don't give it to you, take it by force and camp in the cave. Interesting. Why do you need a tent in a cave? Yeah. Sleep in the cave and approach them in the morning. Kill them and sleep in their tent. <laughs> sleep in the tent with them. I um, like cuddling. So you're going to sleep in the tent. I will say this is why you would want a tent in a cave. So one of the things that a tent does is allow you to trap the heat from just your body and from breathing. Yeah. So it keeps her Okay. Like, it just keeps you warmer. Okay. Kind of. And also bugs. If you're in a situation with a lot of bugs, uh-huh. like, it's going to keep those off of you. Yeah. Other so, creepy crawlers? Yeah, creepy crawlers or mosquitoes or whatever. Okay. Like if there's stagnant water. So in a cave or not in a cave, I would yeah. the tent's better. I'm going to try to sleep in the tent with them. I, th- I think that's, yeah. I'm going to try and sleep with them for sure. <laughs> no, that's not what the answer is. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell I was thinking by my eyebrows going up and down? <laughs> you, uh, your turn. Day six, morning. You wake to the feel of cold steel on your neck. Oh, man. The survivor has a knife to your throat what? and is about to cut. Do After you? After you just spent a wonderful, intimate evening together. <laughs> Cuddling. You're like, we're surviving. This is day five and six. What the heck, man? Like, we got we to gotta help each other out that here. That's something. Okay. One, hit the knife out of his hands, beat him to death with your fists. Hmm. Two, hit the knife from his hands and hit him just hard enough to knock him unconscious. Three, okay. grab the knife from him and stab him with it. Four, cry. Interesting. <laughs> this is the so weirdest many good quiz. Choices. This is the weirdest quiz that ever existed. Uh, weirdest or best? Uh, okay, I don't know, but Dwayne Johnson has not been an answer yet. So. Okay. I think if I were Dwayne Johnson, I would not cry. Um, I probably hit the knife out of his hands and beat him to death with your fists. That sounds really brutal. I just don't like the thought of killing someone. I'm struggling with this hit one because... Hit the knife from his hand and hit him hard enough just to knock him unconscious. But okay, so you just knocked him unconscious. He just tried to kill you, right? So yeah. if you just knocked him unconscious, like, then what? He, you're just going to wait for him to keep attacking you? Yeah, I guess maybe grab the knife from him and stab him with it. I'm going to go with that one. Okay. I'm going to grab the knife and stab him. Vicious. But also I'm going to be crying. Yeah. Because I do not really like violence in person. Does it say select all that apply? (laughs) No. 
choose it. Okay. Choose one. I'm going to um, grab the knife and stab him with it. Yeah, that's what I'm for. Okay. Day six, midday. Shortly after dealing with the survivor, however you chose to do that, it's like choose your own adventure. <laughs> Just one. We don't have. Shortly after dealing with the survivor, you find that deeper in the cave, there is a small establishment that looks strangely like a straw hut. What? What? <laughs> You go to it and stay there until day seven. Why day seven? Yeah, why till day seven? Why not, like, forever and use it as your house? Sit and wait to see if anything moves near it. Go inside, but don't stay. Ignore it, even though there may be supplies in there. Okay. Um, So is this day seven thing, like, a religious Oh, no, maybe it's day seven because it's, like... The day six thing. So this this is happening. Day, the day six thing happened in the morning. You just stabbed the guy. Oh, we're on day six made day. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they're saying, are you going to hide in that straw hut? Oh. Like, so it does depend on what you just did with that guy. Yeah, I might sit and wait to see if anything moves near it, because there might be other survivors that they've already, like, had um, I think that's a good boots with. Yep. What do they call it on Survivor, the show? I don't know. Alliances. Alliances. You know, I never watched that show. Me neither. We're going to have to study up on that show now. Okay, there's zero survival skills. It's like (laughs) Naked and Afraid. Yeah. Only from 1995. Naked and Afraid does have survival skills, though. Yeah. You watched XL, not the regular one. They did, though. Yeah. A little bit. They do have survival skills on that. There's just not with the whole show is focused on. There's so many seasons of Survivor. But Survivor, also, they, like, play games, though, right? Yeah, like they, they have do. challenges and yeah. stuff. They're not, okay, like, I'm going to sit and wait to see if anything moves near it. I'm with you. Okay. Day six, night. Night is falling, and you are still based in the cave. Where do you sleep? One, the survivor's tent. Two, in the cave. Three, you don't. You walk back to the beach. Four, in the hut, in the cave. I feel like we already chose that. In the hut, in the cave. Doing it. Day seven morning, you wake up to see a bear sniffing around you where you're staying on your desert island. What? (laughs) It is day seven, so rescue will be arriving soon. What do you do? What? (laughs) Tom Hanks did not do this correctly. (laughs) He should have just gone in the hut. He should have just gone in the hut and then got rescued. And waited for six days. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so what do you do? Run past it. Run past the bear, I mean. Throw a rock to distract it and run. Try to fight it with a knife. Wait for it to go. Uh, I'm going to throw a rock to distract it and run. I don't think that's going to work, but sounds like a good idea. I'm going to run past it. I want to get as far away from that bear as possible. Well, what's the difference of just running past it and throwing a rock first and then running? Um, Because... If you run away from something like that, maybe it starts chasing you. Yeah. They're like, ooh, I really want to eat that. Yeah. Instead of, like, running towards it, you're like, ah! <laughs> Either way, the way you're supposed to handle bears is to be really loud and get as big as you can. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to run past it. I uh, think we're day- really... This is the last question. Yep. Day can- seven, midday. A single helicopter flies no- low near the island... How do you get its attention? One, try to make SOS out of rocks. Two, make a fire ASAP. Mm-hmm. Three, flail your arms in the air. Four, cry. All of the above? <laughs> I mean, shouldn't you have already been making an SOS out of rocks? Yeah, I would have done that like day two in yep. the midday. Like after I secured food and water yeah. and had a shelter. 
um, make fire ASAP. Well, I can do that because I'll have that skill. Yep. Obvi. That's what I would do. Make a fire. I feel like if I haven't already done these things, I'm just going to flail my arms in the air. Yeah. Flail your arms in the air. But I do think the fire is the smarter one. I'm going with fire. Okay. I'm going to flail my arms. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Can you survive on a desert island? Yes. Mine says yes, and it has a picture from Castaway. Mine too. What? You managed to survive for seven days with only the bare essentials. Congratulations. I feel like this was written by, like, Dwight Schrute's weird cousin. This is really weird because it doesn't give me any feedback. Like, I want to know. It does give a little feedback. Your answers. Oh, where does it give feedback? Below. It says show discussion. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it has your answers there. Your answer is yes, no, rescued but found half dead in the sand, found half dead and a broken man later being weird. Okay, so basically I answered more questions right, about half of them sort of right. Like, yeah, that would probably work. (laughs) Two of them were just no. Yeah, no. (laughs) I got three no. I didn't say just cry (laughs) for any of them. (laughs) Like, that seems like the no answer. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we survived and that we got a photo of Castaway to prove that we could survive. That's a good one. Uh, we found this quiz by uh, literally Googling surviving on a deserted island quiz. But I promise I'll post it. <laughs> <laughs> or a better one. Maybe we could do like a few other ones and find a good one. I did do two other quizzes that were terrible. So that I just didn't. Well, this one was pretty great. Yeah, this one was. <laughs> I wonder if we just did cry every time. They're like, yeah, you would survive. Yeah. Just wait for seven days for the plane to come. You didn't expend any energy. You didn't have to do anything. Perfect. Probably the one where they were like the the one that's just like, no, you're wrong, was the helping the pregnant lady. <laughs> <laughs> like we heard to They're like, never help the pregnant lady. Oh, I wonder if we can click on it and it'll tell us. No, it doesn't. Okay. So. So. Uh. So I think that was pretty good. I think we survived the island. I think yeah. that we learned that we will always love Harrison Ford and Tom Hanks. Of course. Do you think in a romantic way or do you look at them as like older man figures? Um, I can't imagine like getting in bed with one of them. But if you were on a deserted island, you would. I think, you know... Whatever happens on a desert island stays on the desert island. (laughs) It's true. So the thing that we should do is just carry this on for next time. Yeah. Because we have a whole other... There's a lot of stuff out there on summer stuff. What you can do during the summer to prep yourself. Yes. And so we're going to carry it over and hopefully actually learn some stuff. (sighs) And do homework before next time. Uh, Because the prince of the podcast, Mike, gave us a really great idea about maybe doing a MacGyver episode. Yeah. Speaking of older male actor figures, (laughs) MacGyver. I don't know his real name. I don't know Uh, the actor's name. I'm going to look it up right now so so that people won't be mad at us. Henry Winkler was the executive producer of MacGyver. Weird. Played by Richard Dean Anderson. Of course. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed that long pause while I discovered <laughs> MacGyver's real name was Richard Dean Anderson. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it down. Hello, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> if he's still alive, we should try to get him on the show. 
Um, he probably wants to be on here. Also, when we have Dwayne Johnson and we can do a panel. Yeah. A panel discussion. That'd be so cool. It would be amazing. And and Hess should come also. Yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine that? It'll be MacGyver. Gen- Jennifer Dwayne Gray. Johnson. <laughs> and, <Hesh>. and Jennifer Gray. <laughs> but we'll put her in the corner. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> For all of you kids out there, that was a Dirty Dancing reference. <laughs> and if you haven't seen Dirty Dancing, like we've told you before, just turn off this podcast right now, go watch Dirty Dancing, and then come back for like the last 30 seconds of this podcast. I like it. That's what I'm going to do. Let's That's, go. I'm actually doing it right now already. <laughs> I'm like Patrick Swayze. Pew, 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 Now live. Had the podcast of my life. All right, we'll let you go. I never think Say goodbye, like Nanny. Before. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yes, I swear. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs>